It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. over you, for real. Connecting the SWAC, the MEAC, SIAC, and the CIAA, the HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway checking in on a Thursday night. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that the HBCU Report is live three days a week, Tuesday and Thursday night at 7 o'clock and Saturday mornings at 9. Don't forget, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. And make sure you check out our content partner. Remember, when we're not here, we're there. There is SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. All right, so as we continue the salute to 1992 tonight, hope you guys are doing well as we continue to battle this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So much going on. You know, there are so many people being affected in so many ways. My heart goes out to everyone 
uh, that has actually lost somebody to COVID-19. You know, there have, man, I know at least four people um, that have lost loved ones uh, through this um, novel virus, as they call it. it. It's unbelievable the way that it's affecting people and not just in, in sickness, you know, because of all of these shutdowns, there are a lot of businesses that, that aren't operating and it's directly affecting the radio industry. And so my heart goes out to all the, the radio personalities and, and the, the, you know, just the people that are in the broadcast industry, the radio broadcast industry, a tough time right now. Uh, I've been seeing so many layoffs. And, and as I was seeing them happen state to state, you know, I was kind of praying that it, it wouldn't start hitting here in Atlanta because I've been broadcasting here in Atlanta since uh, 2006. And so, you know, I've developed a, a lot of relationships with a lot of people here in this market. And, and wouldn't you know it? You know, I've been seeing some of my former co-workers and just some of my colleagues. They've been losing their jobs uh, this week. Uh, the company that I most recently worked for, Cumulus Media, uh, some people have actually received uh, three month furloughs. That's 90 days of no pay. And so times are tough right now, you know, because, as I mentioned, these businesses aren't operating. So they, they aren't advertising you know the clubs aren't open so they aren't advertising the restaurants the car dealerships while they are open they're not advertising you know all of these big businesses you know they're all feeling the crunch and so it's it's a direct trickle down to the radio industry and so again you know my heart goes out to everyone uh being affected because this is a, a tough time to you know actually you know to, to lose your job i mean not that it's ever a great time to lose your job but you know, definitely no one saw this coming. Nobody saw this coming. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you guys on a Thursday night talking COVID-19. Now, there was a recent poll, a political morning consult tracking poll, and a lot of you guys out there feel like President Obama would be handling this pandemic a whole lot better than President Trump. President Obama got a 40, uh, excuse me, a 52% rating while President Trump received a 38% rating. And I'll just say this. I'm not sure uh, what President Obama would have done. The only thing that I think he would have done differently, he would have taken it more serious. He wouldn't have said that this was a ploy by the Republicans. You know, I think he would have taken this a little bit more serious. And so, uh, but they've kept us in the dark about so much regarding this COVID-19 that at this point, I really don't know. Shouts out to uh, Sierra and Russell Wilson. They've stepped into the fight against COVID-19. Uh, the Seahawks quarterback and his wife are donating millions of meals to those in need with the help of nonprofit Feeding America. Making an appearance on Good Morning America, Russell Wilson said he and his wife were determined to help in the fight against COVID-19. You know, the world uh, is going through so much right now, and uh, America is going through so much. And I think, you know, for us to just try to find a way to make a little bit of a difference um, you know, has been, you know, important to us and heavy on our hearts. And, and big shouts out to Tyler Perry. Uh, you know, this dude is always doing good in the hood, no matter what you say about Medea and all that stuff. You know, this guy yesterday did it really, really big. He paid for residence for senior residents of New Orleans at 29 Winn-Dixie stores. And then here in Atlanta, he did the same thing at 48 Kroger's. So that that is huge. That is that is so huge. And so shouts out to Tyler Perry. I know that uh, actually a good friend of mine, shouts out to Mario Jordan. His mom was actually a recipient of free grocery compliments of Tyler Perry. He did it right here in my neighborhood. Had no idea. Had I known, I would 
I would have gone. I would have sent my mom. I would have sent somebody up there to get free grocery, but uh, definitely shouts out to Tyler Perry. Um, for all of you that have been waiting on the next Instagram Live producer battle, Swiss Beats announced yesterday that producers Riza and DJ Premier will face off Saturday night in Versus. Now, I'm not sure how this is going to work out because DJ Premier has a lot of mainstream hits with, with artists like Christina Aguilera and Dilated Peoples and Janet Jackson, Jay-Z, Kanye West, just to name a few. And we know that RZA, you know, his claim to fame is being the in-house producer for the Wu-Tang Clan. So, you know, this thing could turn out to be like, um, who was that? Manny Fresh and Scott Storch, where Scott, uh, Scott Storch had all of those mainstream hits but Manny had all of those in-house hits. So not sure if this is going to be like a, a, a evenly matched type situation, but I will definitely be tuned in. It's happening Saturday night, nine o'clock via DJ premieres Instagram. All right. So make sure that you check that out. And finally, before we take a look back at 1992, shouts out to ESPN. Uh, they've released their best small college studs ever for all 32 NFL teams. And so we're going to talk about the list because there are a plethora of HBCU alum on that list. We're going to talk about that coming up in the third segment. All right. But first, let's take a look back at 1992. For all you gamers out there, it was October 8th that the video game Mortal Kombat was released. And of course, we know that thing kind of grew legs and, and, and took off on its own. And it's still a thing to this day. In music, Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth released Mecca and the Soul Brother. And SWV released It's About Time. Y'all know those hits. Anything, I'm so into you, right here, weak. And man, I'll never forget. I'll never forget when they released that song, Downtown. <laughs> I bet, let me tell you, the girls at Southwest Cab were tripping. I don't know about it, any other high school. But man, when that song came out, boy, the girls were going crazy. Quickly, looking at the box office, Christmas Night of 92, Trespass, starring Ice-T, Ice Cube, and Bill Paxton hit theaters. And in sports, it was November 13th that Riddick Bowe defeated Evander, the real deal Holyfield, by unanimous decision to claim the heavyweight crown. At the time, both boxers were undefeated. Holyfield 28-0, Bowe at 31-0. Remember that thing like yesterday. That was a major loss for Atlanta. But, of course, Holyfield came back, recaptured the championship, and the rest is history. Four-time heavyweight champion. One of the greatest to ever do it. To ever do it. All right, so that's a look back at 1992. Coming up on the other side, we will be joined by Rich Freeman, head football coach of the Morehouse Maroon Tigers, to see how he's dealing with the whole COVID-19 pandemic, what's up with Morehouse football, and what he expects when college athletics resume. All of that and more coming up right here on the HBCU Report. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead. But you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Visit gema.ga.gov. Brought to you by GEM, HSA, Ready Georgia, FEMA, and the Ad Council. If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. From a nurturing standpoint, what is the difference between going to a, you know, a PWI versus an HBCU in your opinion? Going to Arkansas was great. Um, you know, going to SEC, playing on TV, doing I was a two-year starter before I left and went to um, Alabama. State. It was awesome. 
But when I went to Alabama State, one thing was great to play with my dad. Uh, it gave me opportunity to be closer with my father. So that was that was great. The nurturing part is what you hit it. I don't think you know that you wear a mask until the time that you don't have to wear one anymore. Mm. But the, just the freedom of walking around and not being judged. You know, that, that freedom that maybe you take for granted or think is not there when you come to HBCU, it, it kind of lifts that off you. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. right here might have been ice cubes biggest hit I'm not, I'm not sure about the biggest hit but the most popular everybody loves this damn right it was a good day right here on the hbcu report rob calloway hanging out with you guys thursday evening thank you for tuning in however you may be listening in case you missed tuesday show we were joined by super bowl champion bama state hornet michael Coe. And man, Michael dropped some, man, Michael dropped some knowledge on us, uh, talking about uh, coming from a PWI and making the transition to an HBCU and what an experience it was for him. Man, you got to go back and man, it was just unbelievable and refreshing to hear this young brother uh, drop that kind of knowledge. Uh, really special, really special. So you can make sure you go back, relive that or any other episode that you might have missed uh, via Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, or right here at Spreaker.com. Okay. Uh, as promised, we are being joined on the line right now by the head football coach of the Morehouse Maroon Tigers, my guy, Rich Freeman. First of all, coach, welcome back to the HBCU Report. Hey, I'm happy to be back. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's been a minute. I thought you, I thought I thought you didn't like me anymore. We good? Nah, <laughs> nah we we still good, you know. We just have some unforeseen circumstances here that we're dealing with. So, you know, we're just going to try to make it the best that we can. So let's start here, Coach. Know you guys would be knee-deep in the spring football. I know that's not happening. So how are you handling, how are you and your guys, rather, handling this whole COVID-19 pandemic? Well, um, we're, we're engaging the kids uh, uh, often with uh, cell phones, text messages, emails. Uh, we're doing the, the Internet route, obviously, the Zoom, where we have opportunity to get some um, good FaceTime with the kids and, and, and let them watch 
film and things of that nature with a huddle uh, application that we use uh, that's internet based mm-hmm. that can um, well we can show film to the guys. So we're we're um, basically using technology to try to keep the guys uh, engaged, and also we're uh, connecting with our academics. Uh, personnel on campus to make sure that they're going to class and make sure that those that aren't quite used to, you know, going to class online and and not having that personal touch, we're trying to make sure we provide them with every uh, resource and opportunity to, to still remain successful academically. How much do you miss not being on campus? A lot, you know, more so uh, just missing the players, missing the kids, missing my coworkers. And, you know, it's been 20, 22 years, well, 24 years for me. Uh, this is the first spring that I've missed in the last 24 years. And, you know, it's, you know, having guys that, that are not fully developed, a lot of times we don't get the, the most developed football players on the Division two level. You know, it's, it's pivotal for them to have a full year, to have that full spring strength and conditioning and, you know, uh, assignments and, uh, responsibilities being taught. They're, they're missing a pivotal spring. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line with Rich Freeman, head football coach of the Morehouse Maroon Tigers. So, Coach, let me ask you this, because this is something that, that's pressing to me. I know that they're, you know, there's no spring football. Then they're proposing giving you guys a, a few weeks in July, and then you're supposed to jump right into, you know, the normal routine. So how much do you think that this whole COVID-19 pandemic is going to affect the overall product of what we see uh, potentially in the fall? Well, it remains to be seen, you know, uh, it, it's several schools of thought out there. You know, you you have um, different ways of being successful without finding uh, any excuse. Um, that's, that's one school of thought, you know, when, when they roll that ball out there, it's your responsibility as a coach and as a, a player to be able to, uh, have an adaptive nature and, and go out there and uh, be successful. That's one school of thought. Uh, there's no excuse policy, but then the other school of thought is, you know, um, you definitely want to make sure that you're as prepared as possible. And, you know, we, we definitely missed miss out on some opportunities for parents, uh, both physically and um, uh, mentally, you know. So, you know, you, you get out there and you, you risk uh, a young man's safety if he ha- hasn't been prepared as much. I think it'll be, um, you know, imperative to, to coaches to use strategies and, and try to make sure they're as simple as possible, you know, to make sure that they protect the safety uh, of their uh, young men. So I think, um, you know, we have to be real creative. Uh, once the good Lord uh, makes it possible for us to get back out there, just the coaches are going to have to be real creative and making sure that they put the kids in position to be as successful as possible. Now, you know, here in uh, Georgia, uh, the big thing is these waivers that they're giving these college students for uh, they haven't taken the ACT or uh, SAT. Uh, have you heard if Morehouse is doing something similar to that? Um, I, we've not released the policy to my to my knowing um, as of uh, yet. But um, I, I'm definitely – we have a town hall meeting with our president on Tuesday of next week. And, you know, some of those questions for myself and persons in the Department of Admissions, you know, I'm pretty sure some of those questions will be answered next week. And I'm looking forward to it. But, you know, I, I, I would imagine that concessions will have to be made across the board, you know, when it comes to students on board and into the college. 
and uh, that's that's definitely not my expertise. But um, I'm definitely going to be prayerful and watchful to see uh, if any adjustments are going to be made. Now, Coach, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say uh, in, in regards to what I'm about to ask, but I got to ask anyway. You know, I know you're all about grace and mercy. You know, you're righteous. You're, you're the most righteous guy that I know, one of the most righteous guys I know. Me, you know, I'm a real stickler for the rules, okay? Now, we have a group of student athletes that love to be the athlete, not so much the student part. And so they did not put forth an effort to take the ACT or ACT prior to the whole COVID-19 shutdown of the public education system. Okay. So now I was just asking you about the waivers or whatnot. Do you think that those particular student athletes should be given a second chance or to speak, or should they come in to whatever institution that they go into on some type of probationary period? I still think that it has to be some level of grace in there for extenuating circumstances and if you, you put that in there for those guys that have extenuating circumstances, then, you know, uh, maybe those that were, I don't know, as not as proactive, you know, maybe they could benefit from that. You know, sometimes, you know, you have kids from different backgrounds to make decisions for different reasons. Uh, you know, a lack of uh, guidance, a lack of, you know, I was the first, well, actually the second person in my entire family uh, to finish college. My sister was the, the first, so I had opportunity to see firsthand. But then you have some kids that are first generation college students, you know, so, you know, even, even though it's that, that shouldn't be an excuse nowadays with all the resources that we have, I still think we have to be able to do uh, grace because the last time this happened was, you know, well over a hundred years ago. So none of us really were prepared. Uh, for uh, something such as this, our grandparents have, haven't even seen uh, the times that we're going through now. You know, maybe our great-grandparents. But So with that being said, I think, you know, you got to have some concessions that have to be made. And even those that, you know, didn't do what they were supposed to do, they should be able to benefit um, as well. Second chance for everybody. Second chance for you. Yeah, second chance. <laughs> That's right. He is Rich Freeman, head football coach of the Morehouse Maroon Tigers. Now, coach, before I let you go, uh, tonight on the show, what we're doing is we're celebrating 1992. So I got to ask you, coach, where were you in 1992? In 1992, let's see, I was probably on the practice field uh, getting ready to uh, go out and play a football game uh, as a freshman at Tennessee State University. In the spring of 1992, I was just finishing up um, as a, a student athlete at Cram High School here in Atlanta. Absolutely. In the fall, in the fall, I was on the football field in the classroom uh, up in Nashville, Tennessee, at Tennessee State. Absolutely. Long live the great Alonzo Cram. But, Long live Cram. All right, Coach. Well, I really appreciate you for checking in with me. You be safe out there, man. Stay put. Stay put. And I uh, look forward to talking to you once uh, this whole COVID-19 thing blows over and we get ready for some fall sports, okay? Yes, sir. You do the same. Thank you for calling. All right. Thank you, man. All right. Great stuff right there. Rich Freeman, head football coach of the Morehouse Maroon Tigers. 
All right, so coming up on the other side, ESPN released their best small college studs ever for all 32 NFL teams. A plethora of HBCU talent on that list. We'll talk about that and much more coming up. Don't forget, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. This is the HBCU Report. I am Rob Calloway, and we'll be right back after these words. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. <sighs> are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. Currently on the line right now with the head football coach and athletic director of Miles College, Reginald Ruffin. What are your thoughts on the NFL's efforts to host the uh, HBCU comeback, even though it's technically not going to take place now? I will say this. It was about time for them to actually do something for our student-athletes. I just believe in putting the same same amount of effort over here, you put the same amount of effort mm-hmm. over there. And I'm all, like I told you, I'm, all, I'm a firm believer that right is right and wrong is wrong every day. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. That's that's how I believe. And if you're going to do it, let's do it right because we deserve equal. Like I say, I'm grateful for them doing the HBCU come by, but I'm not satisfied by no means. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway.
my body is irrelevant. In other words, let's refresh your head about pulling down curtains and breaking a wall back. Yeah, I like it when you both set the lips up on the TLC time. I'm telling you, if you were around when these girls first came out, <sighs> yeah, man. TLC. Classic right there, 1992. Ain't too proud to beg right here on the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you guys on a Thursday night. Thank you for tuning in, however you may be listening. In case you missed our interview with Coach Rich Freeman of Morehouse College, uh, you can always go back and relive any moment of tonight's show or any show via Spreaker.com, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You know, I had somebody email me the other day. I guess they realized what was going on Tuesday night. And I don't know how many of you all paid attention to this, but last Tuesday and this Tuesday, when the show, when we got to about the 45 minute mark of the show, the show just cut off. And so I realized that I'm so accustomed to doing the the big show on Saturdays at nine on the X squad affiliates radio network that I didn't realize that what I'm doing on Tuesday and Thursdays, I have a, a time limit of 45 minutes. And so, you know, I'm trying to adjust some things because I'm used to going to hours. So I'm trying to adjust some things and and, and fit everything in to this uh, 45 minute window. So if you notice that the the past uh, two days that we were on during the week, then that's what it was. I just I don't know how I just caught on to it the other night, but that's what it is. All right. So. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, um, HBCU report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you. Now, Tuesday night before we went off, I mentioned this movie, Coffee and Kareem, starring uh, Taraji P. Henson, Ed Helms and Terrence Little Highgarden. Now, I don't know how many of you have actually seen this movie on Netflix, but I'm just going to say this. As a parent. I don't know if I'd let my kid watch this because this dude, this little kid, little high garden or whatever his name is, man, his mouth is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. He's one of those kids that what did they used to say? You need to wash your mouth out with soap. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And then I saw people talking about it on Facebook and they had the uh, uh, similar stance like, man, this is this is a lot to hear this kid dropping all these F bombs and S bombs and in just any bomb you could think of. Uh, he was who man, he was dropping it. Jesus Christ. But you know, check it out for yourself. You know, I, I, I've been trying to recommend some things for you all. Oh, really quick before we get into this, um, uh, um, 32, uh, studs, small college studs, the Atlanta missing and murder series that started Sunday on HBO. You got to make sure that you all are checking this thing out. I think it, the the second installment comes comes on this Sunday at eight o'clock. Phenomenal. You know, if you're in Atlanta or in the surrounding areas and you remember that, man, crazy times. But the uh, installment one was excellent. It was excellent. So I just want to make sure that I put that out there uh, for all of you that might be looking for something on TV. All right. So this week, ESPN released their list of small college studs for all 32 NFL teams. And so if you're talking about small college studs, it got to be some HBCU, you know, athletes in there, right? So what we're going to do, we're just going to go through this quickly. And what we're going to do tomorrow is we're going to actually allow you guys to vote on the top five all-time HBCU players. And we're doing it based on this list, okay? So I'm going to let you guys vote. 
And then I'm going to unveil my top five during Saturday's show as well. All right. So let's start here. Larry Little, guard, Bethune, Cookman, Ken Riley, cornerback, Florida A&M, Leroy Kelly, running back, Morgan State, Jacoby Jones, wide receiver, Lane College, Robert Mathis, defensive end, Alabama A&M, Jimmy Smith, wide receiver, Jackson State. My guy, Steve Air McNair, quarterback, Alcorn State University. Shannon Sharp, tight end, Savannah State. Emmett Thomas, cornerback, Bishop College. Rosie Brown, offensive tackle, Morgan State. Walter Payton, running back, Jackson State University. Jerry Rice, wide receiver, Mississippi Valley State. Doug Williams, quarterback, Grambling State. Claude Humphrey, defensive end, Tennessee State. And Donald Driver, wide receiver, Alcorn State University. Now, I know some of you guys, you know, when I say I'm going to put mine together, you probably think you already know. You probably think you already know. Well, I'll give you one. Steve McNair is on my top five all time. And, you know, the God on his truth, I try not to do this top five thing. But when I saw this list, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. See, I, I'm kind of allergic to, you know, top five sports cities top five athletes, top five athletes in the city, that kind of stuff. I'm allergic to that. I'm going to tell you why really quick. And uh, we're about to get up out of here. I used to produce a radio program for a couple of guys. One guy really popular around here in Atlanta, Jerome Jurinovich. He actually um, does the Hawks and Braves pre and post game. Okay. For Fox sports. The other guy, some of you might know him. I'm pretty sure you know him. Uh, Jamie Dukes, former Atlanta Falcon, uh, NFL Network crew. Uh, is, is Dukes still on the NFL Network? Yeah, I'm not sure because I haven't watched in a while. But anyway, when anytime Jerome wouldn't be at work, Dukes would always want to go Mount Rushmore. He would always want to go Mount Rushmore of something or top five something. And so I've been trying. I've been trying so hard not to do this on this show. Yeah, give me your top five. But sometimes when you see a list like this, then you got to do it. But not all the time. Because I can remember, I can clearly remember Dukes. And and if I could just channel my inner Jamie Dukes. If y'all know Jamie Dukes, then let me know if if my impersonation is spot on. So this is what he would do. So Atlanta, this is Jamie Dukes. Give me your, give me your top five Atlanta Falcons of all time. And you can do Dion twice because he played on both sides. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Great times though. Shouts out to Jamie and Jerome. Those are my guys right there. Um, Yeah, but this is a great list right here. I mean, you know, the schools, the PWIs and all that, they have some good representatives. But out of 32, let's see how many got. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So out of 32 teams, we have 15 representatives out of HBCU. So that's right around half. So that's pretty damn good. That is pretty damn good. I can't wait till Saturday. Number one, I can't I can't wait to, to see you guys' votes. But on the other side, I can't wait to give you mine. I cannot wait to give you mine. But remember, we're sticking to this list, so you got to make sure you go to ESPN.com and go to the NFL section and look before you vote. All right, so I'm going to put maybe 10 of these names up. 
because it just makes no sense to put all of them up. So I'll put 10 names up and then you can vote from that. All right. That's how we'll do it. Okay. All right, so before we get up out of here, man, I'd like to thank tonight's guest, Rich Freeman, head football coach at Morehouse College. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, coach. And, of course, you, the listener, because without you, there would be no HBCU Report. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report, our official content partner. Remember, when we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. All right, you guys be safe out there. You know, wear that mask. I went and purchased me a couple today, so make sure y'all mask up when you're going out. And uh, I'll see you guys Saturday morning at 9 o'clock via the X-Squad Affiliates Radio Network. And remember, tomorrow is not promised, so we've got to be the best version of ourselves every damn day. Callaway.